Welcome. This is Corinne Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Hello, hello, my friend. How are you doing? Really? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I am feeling delighted. I got, I don't know if I've talked about this, but a client of mine gave me this awesome t-shirt that I just love so much. And it says shit show supervisor. It is fantastic. And when I was in New York last month, I was walking around New York and I went into a store and I was continuously stopped and people were like, that is a great shirt. For those of you that have never seen me, I love shirts with words on them. My clients know that. I'm always showing up with a shirt that has a message. I love words, right? I love Kelly Ray Roberts' artwork. It's all over my office. I have coffee mugs with sayings. I love, love, love words and make sense. (laughs) I'm a coach. I believe the stories that we tell ourselves and our brain is the thing that we need to manage the most. And I love words. I love these messages. So it's okay if right now things are a shit show. And it's okay if there's so much that you feel that you're grateful for. And you can have both. I have a client that feels tremendous gratitude. And there have been shit shows that she has been going through. And she is living wholeheartedly. It is so, so cool to see her do so well in such difficult times and to have such gratitude and grace. Somebody said to me the other day that, oh, I'm just really lucky. And I was like, well, you did the work, right? Luck just doesn't happen. It's doing the work. And I really believe in that definition of Oprah saying that luck is preparation and opportunity meaning, right? My client has done this work and it's so fun when my clients may come to me in a bit of despair, some pain, and then they start to have success in their lives. And we look at three arenas, whether it's themselves, their personal relationships and work. And those are the three arenas and something's a shit show. (laughs) And so they come and we work on solving that and they gain some tools. And then what gets really cool is like when they have it and we continue to work and then how much they flourish and blossom in their lives, right? Sometimes we think, oh, once I've got my life going great, I don't need to have coaching. I don't need support. But those are my clients who have it. They have that practice and that support and that structure and it helps them further because then they can really flourish. Anyways, so it's okay if you're delighted. It's okay if there's a shit show. Maybe you have some joy. Maybe you've got some sadness. We have all the feelings here on how she really does it. Today, I'm going to talk about two big issues that I see that come up constantly in business and in life. So I coach executives, entrepreneurs, leaders, people who are leaders in their home life, right? People who are leaders in their work life, people who are leaders in their community. 
And remember, I truly believe we are leaders of our lives, whether you have a title that says you're an actual leader or you take on that identity that you are the leader of your life. Now, the two big issues in business and in life that I'm constantly coaching on, they are such obstacles and there's so much drama. So I want to give you, teach you this concept that's really important. It's called clean pain and dirty pain. Clean pain is that you have a deadline at work that is coming and things aren't very clear. Basically, it's a shit show because all these people are working. There's more meetings to go to. It's not very clear what the outcomes are. And that's the clean pain. It's a mess. (laughs) And you have this deadline. And then the impending question is, will we get it all done? The dirty pain is, well, I really shouldn't be on this because I'm really an imposter or I'm a fraud or what will people know that I didn't really have anything. This isn't my area of expertise. That's the dirty pain, right? It's the shame that we bring in there and it doesn't help solve the problems. And sometimes what happens is that clients need to verbally vomit all of this and tell the whole story and that's fine. And to get it out of their head. And sometimes we can get into story fondling where we're just telling that story over and over again and it doesn't actually help us get to the solution. And what's the problem is not that you're a poser, you're an imposter. The problem is typically that there aren't clear boundaries, right? When I'm talking about clear boundaries, it's what are the responsibilities? What are your responsibilities? What are mine? What are the areas that you're responsible for? What are the areas that I'm responsible for? This team member over here, the boundaries around what's okay and what's not okay, or as a group, how do we work, right? How do we do our work? What does it look like? What's the framework? What's the documentation that we do? Do we use a header? Do we not, right? I had a client really upset about a younger colleague who didn't know how to put together the document this is very common where there's that frustration, one of those little thing frustrations that happen. And we aren't sharing with people of what does it look like? What do I need it to look like? Because, well, we don't want to be too big for our bridges and say, you need to look this way. Sometimes it's not even about what you need though. It's, this is the company expectations. This is what we do. Or maybe it is the way you need it to be done because that will support you so that you can make decisions quickly and swiftly and be more clear, right? So presentation styles become really important. And these lack of clear boundaries about it creates lots of obstacles and a lot of dramas. In the workplaces, (laughs) so often it's the people dramas that take up all the time of the overworking and the hustling and the the back channeling, you know, and the talking about and going, I can't believe they're doing that. And then at some point, the little things have built up over time and somebody loses it and then you have to deal with them losing it and how many people's feelings got hurt throughout, right? And it was, this document needs to look this way and this is how we do it. And this is the time that we need it to be, right? Getting really clear of what are the boundaries. And I was in a situation, I was in a meeting. We agreed that Friday would be a deadline and people would be submitting me something and I was going to put a PDF together, compiling it all and then submitting that. And I realized, (laughs) I didn't do anything the next day because I was exhausted from that meeting. But then I realized this morning, I'm like, hmm, 
I just said Friday. It's not very clear. I'm going to be really, really mad if these emails come in Friday night at eight o'clock and then I'm working on it throughout the weekend. So I typed up an email and I let people know what was going on, reminded them, and I asked for it at noon and I got really clear about that. And there can still be a gap between the aspired vision and the boundary and the reality, right? But as long as I did my part and get clear about what time I wanted it by, okay? And how much space did I need? Because if somebody doesn't get it to me at noon, I can reach out to them. And then what time would I get that? Versus if I'm waiting, 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 and then it's Friday night at nine o'clock and I don't have it. And then I'm finally reaching out. Then how upset would I be? So the first big issue in business and in life is lack of clear boundaries, right? You're not going to know what all the boundaries are and you're going to go through it and there's going to be a shit show. And then from there, you can look at, okay, what are the boundaries that we need? What are the boundaries that support the space so that we can do good work together, right? Or what are the boundaries in our personal relationship? And Prentice Hempel states this, boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. And that's from Prentice Hempel. It's one of my favorite quotes. I don't apply it necessarily to work. Like I can love you and me simultaneously because some of you may be like, Corinne, I don't love my people at work. Okay, that's fine. But what are the boundaries that you need so that you can both do the work that you want to get done in the manner that you want to get done with the least cost to you and your team, your group, your clients, right? What are the boundaries that you need in place to support all of you? Get clear on your boundaries. And how we get clear on your boundaries is the second big issue. It means clear communication. (laughs) Yes, takes lots of bravery. I get it. Clear communication. This is really important versus asking for what you need, right? If you want a document to look a certain way, ask for it. Let people know. I coach on documents all the time. Not that because documents are the big things, but it becomes the frustrating thing because, well, so-and-so said it didn't matter. And I sent it to him and then he had a tizzy fit because he didn't like it. And he wanted in a PowerPoint. It was never clear from the beginning. So get clear, ask for what it is that you need that the way that you want it. Okay. And With the understanding, there's context to that. When you ask for what you need, it does not mean that bippity boppity boo, you get it, (laughs) right? They may say, well, that's lovely, but I'm not putting in a PowerPoint slide and they may have the authority to say no. So ask for what you need. And then maybe there may need to be some rumbling about where does that Venn diagram? What do they need? What do you need? Where do the two line up? What is the maybe non-negotiable that has to happen? The other part of asking for what you need is giving the other person the space to ask for what they need. And this all takes courage because we're always like, oh, I can't ask whatever cultural programming messages that we have, I can't ask because if I do, people are going to think I'm too much or what if I'm wrong or what if I don't like it? There's always learning that's going on. So ask for what you need and then what are the key learnings afterwards? We need to have clear communication 
And we aren't good at clear communication because we have so much armor and we're in that self-hatred or hating on other people and we're armoring up and we're giving our power away. And then we're frustrated because we haven't gotten the result that we wanted, but there was never clear communication, right? Learning how to give feedback and being able to listen to the feedback and paying attention to what emotions coming up. Am I getting triggered? Like, am I feeling shame? I'm getting this feedback and now I'm starting to think I'm a bad person. That's a story you may be telling yourself. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. You're just not putting it together. And maybe that wasn't clear, but now you know moving forward, this is how they would like it. Or this is how the company would like it. So the two areas, and this goes in personal and in business, right? Where we don't have clear communication. Oftentimes this happens so much in friendships. We have these like, oh, well, if you're my friend and I'm going through a hard time, of course you're going to show up and be here. But have you asked for it? Because the person on the other side may be thinking, oh, when they're going through a hard time, I don't want to impose myself. I don't want to take up space. I want to give them space. So getting clear communication with friendships. One of my clients who's really living wholeheartedly, she has a friend who's going through a difficult time and they wound up meeting, I think via Zoom or FaceTime. And then my client said to her, okay, so moving forward, I've never done this in a personal relationship, but moving forward, what do we want to look like? And really clearly defining how they were going to connect and what her friend needed and support during this difficult time right? Oftentimes in friendships, we're testing people out. Did they show up for me? Were they here? Hmm. But we never ask for what we need. And the thing to remember is, is that if you don't ask for what you need, people don't have the ability to read your mind. There's a lot of programming of what you're supposed to do, right? But they may not want it. Last week I was getting together with a girlfriend and Again, it was one of those hard conversations. It's like COVID, right? We hadn't seen each other through the holidays. We wanted to get together and she had her kids and we're going to have dinner. And I said, well, what are the COVID protocols? We're going to be eating outside, you know? And, And for me, I have enough clothes and layers and I live in California where I'm comfortable doing that. And that was brave. It took a lot of emotional energy to ask for that. But I knew that I had a commitment to my family. I wouldn't be eating inside. That's something that our family's not doing right now. So we ate outside. And and one of the other things I asked her is I said, Hey, what can I bring? Right. And I was happy to go pick up takeout and bring it because I know I don't want to cook something to bring it, but I'm happy to take out. And she had said that she had this ease of cooking and she was happy to cook. And for me to just bring myself, I'm like, okay, so then I'm reading this and I'm like, okay, she said to just bring myself, but there's cultural programming. And it was something that I didn't learn until probably like my early thirties of you're never supposed to show up empty handed. Right. And so there's a bit of shame because my twenties were spent not knowing that I was supposed to do that. Not that it wasn't taught to me. I just kind of ignored it. So my 49 year old self is like, well, I'm supposed to bring something. So what should I bring? Should I bring this? Should I bring that? I'm using all this brain juice people. I don't have a whole lot of brain juice left at the end of the day. Right. And especially for a little thing like this. So I'm going around and I'm going around. And finally I said, wait a second. She asked for what she needed for me to come and not to bring anything. She asked for us to eat at her house and that she would cook 
instead of me bringing food because she's gotten her kids to a point where they were enjoying the food that she was cooking. She asked for what she needs. She was really clear. I was using this outside rule from cultural programming that I couldn't do that and that would be rude. Instead, I made a decision to listen to what she said instead of over-deliver or overcompensate because of an outside cultural programming, which was not something she wanted. So boundaries, clear communication, personal lives, professional lives. These are the two big issues, right? If you work on those, it will reduce the tension in your life. I'm not saying your tension is going to go away or that the difficulties or the shit shows will go away, but that dirty pain that just adds more exhaustion to us will reduce to clean pain. That's my invitation to you. All right. I'm smiling big for you. Bye my friends. Hey there, before we go, I have a question for you. Have you subscribed to the show yet? This is an awesome opportunity for you to preserve your brain juice. I love the fact that I can subscribe to podcasts and television shows and they go straight to my iPhone or they go straight to my DVR and then I don't have to worry of, oh no, especially with television shows. Did I hit record? Is it going to be there? Or now do I have to watch it on demand and go through all the commercials? So go and hit the subscribe button. There's a link in the show notes and that will ensure you that you never miss a show and you can also save your brain juice for other things in your life. There's way more important things, but you and I will still be connected because the show will be waiting for you in your phone. Go to the link in the show notes, subscribe to the show so you can automatically get all the shows to your phone. Drifting, never been so. Wild.